Jesus, hold my hand. Amen. Amen. Thank you, band. I'm going to tell you something. Uh, I know from experience when the sound ain't right and when you're struggling with that sound, it's hard to praise Jesus up here. But I'm going to tell you something. They plowed right through it. They did what they needed to do. And we got to praise Jesus this morning. I, and I thank them for it for sure. Whew, I'm making sure that air's on. It's warm in here. It's going gonna, it's gonna to get a little hotter here in a minute, all right? Dane, is that one on too? Okay, okay, we got it. We're working on it for sure. He knows, he knows. Hey, what's that? Got a lot of people in here this morning. Got a lot of spirit in here this morning, amen? Hey, it's just a special privilege to have my friend Steve Smith, his lovely wife, and grandkids, kids, grandkids, all right, with us today. So y'all give Steve a top rail welcome, will you? Amen, amen. And happy Palm Sunday to you this morning, amen? This is the day the Lord hath made many years ago, this day. Uh-oh. Hi, Steve. How are you doing, buddy? Wait a minute, wait a minute. Okay. Oh, yeah. I know. I don't know that they wanted anybody to know. He's a, I know. You think I should say something? All right. Well, Steve informed me, and I didn't know if they wanted to know. So, Charlie Bell, if you didn't want anybody to know, you can blame him. But Charlie and Don... <laughs> Charlie and Don are going to get married after service today. Charlie, Bell, and Don. So, y'all stand up. Yay! <laughs> Steve said nobody announced it. I said he didn't tell us to announce it, and he's a big guy. Maybe he didn't want to announce it, you know. <laughs> but uh, what a blessing to do that for y'all today too. But, but yeah, Palm Sunday, and and you know, as uh, we're going to talk some about Palm Sunday today, but. Uh, you know, you know, I, and I talk about this almost every week, but, but Don wants me to title my messages, okay? So he can keep up with them, I think. And the title of one this morning is, I'm a donkey for Jesus, all right? So turn to your neighbor and say, I'm a donkey for Jesus. Don't forget the for Jesus part on there, for Jesus, okay? For Jesus. Amen? Uh, amen. And so... <laughs> It's, it's cowboy church, so yes, we're going to talk about uh, Jesus' triumphant entry into Jerusalem, but we're going to talk about the donkey's role in this as well. And so um, before we do, I want to tell you a story about them two donkeys in Jerusalem. Them two donkeys was going through Jerusalem, and one of the donkeys said, Wow, he said, yesterday, you know, I, I was going through town. He said, I had Jesus on my back, and they were, they were throwing coats on the street for me to walk on. These leaves, the trees, they were waving and hollering and and screaming and yelling everybody was so excited he says now here we are going through town and nobody even knows me the other donkey turned to him and says don't you know that without jesus you ain't nothing Amen. and i'm gonna tell you today that's it all right as we go through this world we ain't jesus without we ain't nothing without jesus amen we're nothing without jesus so let's go to the lord in prayer and we'll get started this morning lord god we come to you in that name of jesus the name above all names. And, Lord, we just thank you for the spirit in this room this morning. Lord, we thank you for the special visitors we have and all visitors. Lord God, we just, I just ask, Lord, that you just get me out of the way. Lord, let the spirit rule this morning, Lord God, in our hearts and minds. Prepare us for your message. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, we'll be in Matthew 21, 1 through 11. And, uh, you know, this is the time of year for me. I don't know about y'all, but 
man, I start getting, especially with Easter coming up next week, man, I start getting really just sentimental about Christ and what he done for us and what he's done for my family and myself. And I'm going to tell you something. If It's a time that you just, if you've never really gotten into, you, into the word and never really prayed, prayed a whole lot, you go into prayer and get into your word this next week and see how God affects you this next week because I'm going to tell you something. If you'll let him work in your heart, he'll do it for sure. He will do it. All right, Matthew 21, are we there? All right, sound like most of us are, so I'm going to read it, and we're going to go back and camp out in some of it. It says, When they had approached Jerusalem and come to Bethage at the Mount of Olives, then Jesus sent two disciples, saying to them, Go into the village opposite you, and immediately you will find a donkey tied there and a colt with her. Untie them and bring them to me. And if anyone says anything to you, you shall say, The Lord has need of them, and immediately he will send them. This took place to fulfill what was spoken through the prophet, saying to the daughter of Zion, Behold, your king is coming to you, gentle and mounted on a donkey, even a colt, the foal of a beast of burden. The disciples went and did just as Jesus had instructed them. And he brought the donkey and the colt and laid their coats on them, and he sat on the coats. Most of the crowd spread their coats in the road, and the others were cutting branches from the trees and spreading them in the road. The crowds going ahead of him and those who had followed were shouting, Hosanna to the Son of David. Blessed is he who comes to the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. When he had entered Jerusalem, all the city was stirred, saying, Who is this? And the crowds were saying, This is the prophet Jesus from Nazareth in Galilee. Amen. Let's talk a little bit. I want to give you just a little bit of background about uh, the situation where we're at here in Jesus coming uh, to his entry and, and how he come and why he come. Then we're going to go back and we'll talk about the donkey a little bit, all right? First of all, this was the, the Passover, the, the feast of the Passover. And, and that, if you were a Jew, that was the place to be at this time, was at the, in town. You had to come to town. And so many of the, the things that I read, uh, several of them said there could have been possibly over 2 million people in the city. Can you imagine coming to 2 million people coming to Greenville, Texas? And, and believe me, Greenville ain't near as big as, I mean, Jerusalem ain't near as big as Greenville is, right? 2 million people coming and you trying to go downtown. All right? Be kind of crowded, wouldn't it? So the town was crowded. Number one, it was crowded. And, and of that, Many of those people come from the outside cities and countries. Number one is they knew Jesus. They had heard about Jesus. They had seen his miracles. And you know, some of those stories, some of the things he did, we like to tell them, but can you imagine living back in the day and say, man, I was there when, right? When Jesus raised Lazarus, I was there. When Jesus, and you know, when all of them got together, they had some little sit-downs and there was some talking going on. And you know they were talking about that, right? So, so people, understand, people knew about Jesus in the city. And that, part of that two million knew about Jesus as it spread. The other thing was they were under Roman rule, okay? And they didn't like being under Roman rule. They were looking for a king to come take them out of that okay out of the bondage of roman rule they were looking for a king and so here comes jesus and he's coming into town and 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 so they're excited to see the one that's going to overthrow rome and and, and so here he comes and they're going to give him that big parade we're going to talk about that in just a second as they put their coats down and put the leaves out 
and, and, and all is good, and then we know less than a week later what happens. They crucify him. They crucify him. And we know this that Jesus knew this was going to happen all along. He knew that. But they crucified him. And I thought to myself as I was, I was reading the Scripture and, and thinking about it, I thought, uh, you know, they thought that they, you know, you know who they are, right? They thought that Jesus was coming to rescue them from a situation they was in right then. They thought that Jesus was going to come and run Rome, Roman people out of the city and that he was going to set up his kingdom right then. They thought... And what I was thinking was, at least for me, I don't know about you, but uh, there's been times in my life that I thought Jesus didn't do exactly what Charlie Nasser wanted him to do, okay? And I decided that, uh, you know what, if Jesus ain't going to do what I want him to do, then to heck with Jesus. I've had that point in my life in the past. Thank the Lord now that I'm past that, okay? But, but, but some of us struggle with that. But we, we think, you know what, if Jesus don't come to us like we want him to come, when we want him to come, and how we want him to come, we reject him just as well. Just as well. We think, well, how could they reject Jesus? Brothers and sisters, we do it every day. Every day. So he comes, and let's, I'm going to take up in verse 8 right now, and we're going to go back in a minute and uh, talk about the donkey. But he says, Most of the crowd spread their coats in the road, and others were cutting branches from the trees and spreading them in the road. And, and so there's, the things about that is the, the, the robes represented, uh, hey, we're, we're with you. It's respect. It's like we're on your side. We're with you through this whole thing. We're Thank you for coming type deal. And the branches were victory. You're coming in victory. And, and, and so most of the time that the, the victors would come into town is custom on a horse, big white horse most of the time. And... and, and, and puffed out chest you know and you've seen them persian horses and the, the, the walkers that step real high you know and it's like okay what about me yeah there you go you got it tia tia's back there going like this tia, 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 tia. see careful i can see right down that aisle tia i can see exactly what you're doing down there but that's right how they prance and it's all about me but here the savior comes on a donkey donkey's a sign of peace so they wasn't really getting what they expected right off the bat okay so it says he laid their coats on them, and he sat on the, he sat on the coats, and then they, the coats, they spread the coats in the road, other cutting branches from the trees and spreading them in the road. And the crowds going ahead of him and saying, uh, those who followed saying, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Hosanna means save now. Save me now. Hi, Hosanna, save me now. And, and so uh, Palms 118 25 says this is the day the lord has made let us rejoice and be glad in it this is the day that they're talking about then this is the day that day when jesus rode into jerusalem this is the day the lord hath made all through his ministry when he did all the miracles and stuff how many times would he tell people look don't tell nobody okay don't tell nobody but today he's riding in in a crowd he's presenting himself as the king to be rejected but he's resenting himself as a king. Today is the day the Lord hath made, as it says there in Psalms. And they, you know, uh, verse 10, I love verse 10 when it says, When he had entered Jerusalem, all the city was stirred, saying, Who is this? All two million of them was stirred. All the city, not just some of them, all of them. Everybody there. And here's the thing about that word stirred, and y'all know I don't do this very often, but the Greek word in that is, CO 
and we get seismic from that, okay, which means you know, how we measure earthquakes, right? It's seismic. And so when you think about that, the whole, and how the earth shakes during that, that the whole city was shaken. The whole city was shaken emotionally. The whole city was shaken spiritually. Here comes the king riding in on a donkey, okay? And so that's where we get to the part in the crowds we're saying this is the prophet Jesus Nazareth of Galilee and so we talk about Jesus riding in and how important that was um, but what I, one of the things I want to talk to you about this morning is how he got to where he was how he got in how he got to the city many people when you hear the story uh, uh, several that I, I ta- I've, I've heard on through the commentaries and, and, and studying this scripture Several of them say, well, you know, Jesus had this thing set up about the donkey, that when he knew when he sent the disciples that he already had somebody with the donkey waiting, and, and, and I don't believe that, and I'll tell you why, because that ain't Jesus. Let me, Jesus ain't got to set up nothing, okay? Jesus ain't got to set up nothing back then. Jesus ain't got to set up nothing today for you, and he ain't got to set up nothing for you tomorrow. All he has to do is speak it, and it is so, okay? He ain't got to set nothing up. And, and, and let me tell you, this, this donkey, they say, well, uh, Mark, uh, the Scripture of Mark says nobody had ridden this colt before. And isn't this a miracle? That ain't no miracle. I'll tell you why it's not a miracle. Because let's go all the way back to Genesis, okay? Y'all hang with me. Go all the way back to Genesis. Some of you have heard me say this before, but some of you hadn't, so we're going to say it again, all right? All the way back to Genesis, and men, and, and when man was put on this earth and created by God, we had dominion over the birds of the air, the fish of the sea, and the animals of the earth. We had dominion over the horse and bulls with the bull riders in here. I've got to add the bulls, right? We, you could ride the bulls. You didn't even want them to buck back then, okay? You could ride the horses. You didn't have to train a horse. But when Adam and Eve fell from grace, we lost dominion over the horses, okay? So as we train our horses, okay, we are trying to get back to our original condition in what we left them. We're trying to get dominion over those horses again. Uh, Y'all understand what I'm saying, right? That's the same thing, brothers and sisters, with you and I in our lives. As we, as Adam and Eve, fell from grace, we, when we accept Jesus Christ and our walk with Christ, are trying to get back, even though we know we'll never reach it, back to our original condition and faith in place with Jesus Christ, okay? So he didn't, ever lose jesus never lost his dominion over the animals man did not jesus okay so when they threw them blankets up there all he had to do was think it probably not even speak it he just climbed up on that donkey and rode okay and just rode so he never lost it but uh, i want to tell you that 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 donkey i want to bring up two points of that donkey and then the first one was that donkey was selected Jesus chose that donkey. John 15, 16 says, You did not choose me, but I chose you, talking about God, and appointed you that you would go and bear fruit. He chose that donkey to bear fruit. And let me tell you something. He's chosen you to bear fruit too. He's got a plan for that donkey. He had a plan for that donkey when he was born. And you may not believe it sitting here this morning, but God's got a plan for you right now already. He's got a plan for you in your life. It takes us to be selected but we got to select him too 
Okay? That's give, he gives us that free speech, that free spirit to do that. And, and so that donkey had to be selected. I think sometimes in my life that, uh, you know, yes, uh, I walked with the Lord and, 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 and selected him and asked him to come into my heart, but I never really put it together that he also chose me, Steve. He chose me until you get up here. <laughs> and then you realize, you know, how much you really do rely on the Lord and the Spirit of the Lord when he chooses you for something. And so each one of you has a place too. Maybe this morning you don't know where that place is, and that's okay. But he says, be still and know that I am God. Be still and know that he's the Lord. It'll come around. It'll come to you. So he had to be selected. The other part was that uh, that donkey had to submit. <laughs> and y'all are saying, now I know about that submission. I ain't submitting to nothing. All right, I was that way too. Okay, been there and done that. He, that donkey had to submit. He, he probably didn't have much choice as you and I do in that subject, all right? <laughs> but, we, but we have to submit to Jesus Christ. If we want to uh, uh, have Jesus in our life and, and, and want the blessings of Jesus in our life and, and the things that he has to offer, we have to submit to him. And men, it ain't always, we, by golly, I'm a man, I ain't submitting to nobody. But let me tell you something, there's a power greater than each and every one of us. Know how powerful you are, and that's the power of Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit in your life. That's the power that we submit to. And it takes us stepping down, as the least of these, for him to come into our heart. And you say, well, well, Pastor, I don't, I don't know about this submission thing, you know, uh, uh, and since we don't have campfire this morning, I thought I'd do a little campfire for you this morning, all right? Y'all don't mind if I do a little campfire this morning, do you, even though the kids ain't in here? But see, that'd be me, right? That's you and that's I. Me. Lord, I, you can have everything, Lord. I just want all your blessings. I, I want what you got for me. I want the, your will in my life. And, and, and I want to know, you know, I want to know everything. And, and Lord, I just give it all to you. But, Lord, you know, Sunday's my only day off. And, Lord, i got to spend it with my family. And, and, Lord, we just like to lay around the house. And, you know, i got to mow the lawn on Sunday. And, Lord, so I'm going to have that little piece out, Lord. If you don't mind, I'm just going to, let me just have that little piece. And, but, Lord, now you can have the rest of it. You, you know, you can have the, all of me. Now, but, Lord, you know, i got them friends I like to hang out with. And, and, Lord, I know they ain't always doing right. But, but, but now, you know, I just hang out with them i've been known them for a long time so lord you know i really would like to keep the friends that i got now even though lord they don't they ain't of like minds now that where i'm at you know lord and so i like them friends out just a little bit lord for me if you don't mind lord it i'll just hold them out for me lord and but lord you can have the rest of it you know lord and and, and but but you know lord i really can't take you to work okay lord i can't take you to work because lord I don't want to mess things up there, you know, and, and, and Lord, uh, I just don't want to be stirring things up, and, and Lord, I, they, I don't think they'd look good about it if I, you know, just acted like you want me to act and do things that work, so Lord, I think I'll just leave that out, but Lord, now you can have, well, Lord, <laughs> yeah, I know I'm supposed to have the first fruits things, okay, I'm supposed to tithe, Lord, I know that, but you know, but, Lord God, I've worked hard for that money, Lord God, and that's my money, Lord God. And, and so, Lord, I, you can have all the rest of it, Lord, but I, I, I think that I'll take that little tithe back, you know, Lord, just a little bit of tithes, Lord God, and, 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 and I'll do something with them 
but you can have the rest, Lord. And, and Lord, yeah, I know I need to read my Bible. Lord, I know you call me to do that, to do your will and do your things, and I ought to know them by reading the Bible. But Lord, the game is on Sunday, okay? And, and, and Sunday, I like, and you got, Lord God, you put sports in my heart, okay? So I got to watch that ball game on Sunday, and, and pretty soon we go through all of it, and guess what? The only thing left is what's left. See, we want God's blessings in our lives. We want Him to bless us and, and make our, ha- our family prosper. We want our job to prosper. We want our life to prosper. We want good health. God bless you. We want all these things, and we want God to give us everything He's got. We ask it of Him, and if it's not, it's not just exactly what we want, but what we do is we give Jesus what's left. We don't carve out what's first in Jesus in our life for Jesus. We give Him what's left and expect more. Now, again, I'm going to tell you, as I'm speaking to you, it came to me first, Okay? It's just affected me as well. So we have to think as we tell, examine ourselves, what do we give Jesus? And let me tell you something. When you take Jesus and you let him come into your life and you start giving him everything, he'll take these pieces that we have here. He'll crumble them up and he'll, he'll wad them up. And no matter how crumbled up you are, how no matter wadded up you are, no matter how this world stomps on you, your job stomps on you, your friends stomp on you, the relationships are hard, if you allow him in your life. See, the only thing that that donkey was asked to do was to lift Jesus up and take him with him. That's the only thing that donkey did, and it meant the world to everything else that we have. It, was, it couldn't have been done without that donkey. All Jesus wants you to do is lift him up and take you with him when you go to your family and at the table in prayer and teach your family through the Bible and get into your Bible. He wants you to take you to work so that you don't have to preach at work. Just let people know. Let's let Jesus know that you're taking him to work with you, okay? He'll put people in front of you. Take Jesus with Wherever you go, carve time out for Jesus. If you want to know his word, get into his word, see? And then when you can praise him and take him with you when times are bad, you can take him and praise him when times are good. You can take him and praise him when you ain't got nobody. And you can take him and praise him when you've got a family of everybody. You can take him to your job when nobody wants to sit with you at the lunchroom. And before long, you're having Bible studies because people ain't attracted to you, the donkey. They're attracted to Jesus amen but listen if we don't ever take Jesus with us we'll never know but what I can tell you this morning because I know from my heart that Jesus can take you all torn up and wadded up he can say you know what I'm the great restorer I am the great I am and what he did back then he can do today and he can do tomorrow and he can take you tore up from the floor up put you back together and he say you know what Jesus in me amen Jesus in me and he can put it back together it ain't no fancy tricks <laughs> it don't take no fancy tricks to do that what it takes is you saying Jesus I need you in my heart I need you Jesus to re- ask in forgiveness of your sins and repent that's what he asked for to do the entry was of Jesus the entry that we want into our lives and to others Many in our own families that don't know Jesus. We want Jesus there, do we not? We want them to know Jesus. Somebody's got to carry Jesus to them. Somebody's got to be that donkey to carry him to. This morning, are you ready to be a donkey for Jesus? 
and carry him with you everywhere you go and lift him up is that too hard to speak lift him up and carry you with you that's all he's asking of you this morning so we close in prayer I'm going to do like we always do I'm going to offer you up a little prayer at the end to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior no one's ever left this building without that offer in this house Hold on just a second. You tried to get what? My attention. I forgot something early. We'll get back to that. All right. Before I close, I should have done it now. Let me do it now. Randy, if you'll forgive me, I'm going to do that now. All right. And then we'll get, if y'all, after I close, I need y'all to stay here, okay, for just a minute. Y'all got that? Say amen. amen. All right. I forgot about something this morning. So if y'all don't stay, I'm going to be in trouble with the sheriff, okay? All right. So if you want me back here next Sunday, y'all going to have to stay in place for just a minute, okay? Say amen if you'll stay in place for your pastor, okay? Amen. amen. Okay. So we're going to close in prayer, and then I'm going to give Randy Meeks just a few minutes, okay? I told him five. Okay? If he goes over five, then he don't expect to come back anymore, okay? No, <laughs> I'm just joking, brother. I'm just joking. <laughs> I'm glad he's here. But anyway, let's get back to the prayer, and then we'll get... Thank you, Dane, for reminding me. Uh, I apologize for forgetting, Randy. But, uh, but as we go in prayer, um, I always give you the opportunity to know Christ as your Savior, and we're going to do that. We always do that. Now, we do that... Most churches do it by the sinner's prayer, and you can't find a sinner's prayer in the Bible. It's not in there. Basically, what it means is I can, I can in, uh, believe in my heart and confess with my mouth. It'll be done, okay? So all we're going to do is we're going to walk you through that in prayer. The other part of that I ask is that if you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior this morning for the first time, or you rededicate your life to Christ, get with one of the men and the women in the church. We want to pray with you and help you along your way and help you with that all right let's go to the lord in prayer lord god we just come to you in the name of jesus this morning lord we just thank you for those that are here lord to receive your word lord just uh if somebody here lord is just don't know you lord god but you've been working on their heart lord and and they're ready for you we know you're ready for us lord god i know the time that you came searching for me lord but if you're here this morning don't know Christ as your Savior, or maybe you want to rededicate your life to Christ, you can do that by just, just repeating after me in this. Just say, Lord God, I need you in my heart. And I need you now, Lord. For I know you walked this earth, and that you died on the cross, and that you were buried and raised again in three days just like you said you would be. And Lord, I ask for forgiveness of my sins and for you to come into my heart. Lord God, we thank you for the rain. We must have thought we needed it, Lord God. But more, more importantly today, we thank you for the sunshine as your light shines on each and every one of us. Lord God, be with us as we, uh, we walk each and every day in the light of you. And Lord, just let us be that donkey to carry each one of us along. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen. amen.